We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 26th, 2018. Today is kind of a compilation of a lot of different uh, current events we'll be covering. A lot of breaking things. Again, I don't know how much time that the alternative media has. And I think that it's imperative that all alternative media platforms are fighting now harder than ever. Because this really could be the last stand of alternative media. If the deep state, the satanic deep state gets their way, there will be no more alternative media. Most likely by midterms, as I've been saying. Um, I've seen nothing but confirmation of that fact week to week. And there are constantly things happening that, like for today, I mean, I had to add in all kind of stuff before the study, which was done last night, in order just to be able to keep up with all the different current events that are breaking. So, um, I'm going to, I mean, I've got just a gigantic study today, and I don't even know how far I'm going to be able to get into it. It's a matter of me having enough energy to get through all this. And um, I hate almost to put up this much content every week because it's probably very overwhelming for my listeners to even try to keep up with all of this. But again, I don't know how much longer we've got left. Now, if our efforts succeed, Lord willing, we're going to have more time. And uh, not not to say Satan's going to stop fighting, but we might have another, um, let's say they're not able to rig the midterms, they're not able to kill or impeach Trump prior to the midterms because it's really it really hinges upon that and and um from what i'm seeing uh their ability to implement martial law a lot of that hinges upon that uh, the first order of business if they can take control back of senate and house and the only way they're going to be able to do that is by rigging the election uh, their first order of business is impeachment of trump that's all they're they're really focused in on they're focused in on absolutely eliminating any alternative voices right now all of the things they've been doing to Alex Jones and so many other alternative people out there that have been deplatformed. And this is why I never got on those platforms. I knew this day was coming. I'm not disparaging them for doing that. I just knew this day was coming. And with the content I put out, which is probably about more radical than just about anybody, I think. Uh, and then I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I, I don't really know of anybody really putting out the kind of things that I get into. I knew that I wouldn't survive on those platforms very long anyway. So I've always kind of stuck to my own website, particularly once I got kicked off of Sermon Audio and the way they did that to me. It was really, I think, God showing me, listen, you need you need to go this alone. You need to uh, not depend upon any particular platform in order to do this. And um, fortunately, I've had uh, a listener be integral in, in helping me with the website really putting up the website funding the website that we have um and um who's very very adept at all the computer stuff that i don't know about and that was a literal gift from god to be able to do that so i can bounce things off him and if if i see things coming up and, and we can collaborate on that so um the first thing, though, before I get into all of that is I wanted just to make a little announcement, a little kind of tribute to um, a lady, a listener named Rachel Lake, who operated our Facebook prayer page. 
request page and she passed away this last week suddenly in her sleep no uh, I, I don't think anybody really saw this coming uh, she had literally just recently moved up here to where I'm at kind of in this area and uh, there was a church up here that she really liked and um, I think that had a lot to do with why she had come up here to, to kind of be a part of that church community and um, she moved up here with her son and um, she had just got a job a good job she had a really good work experience very very incredibly hard worker and um, she had kind of a rough spot coming up here she was staying with the pastor and his family just to try to get on her feet and then she got this job and, and it looked like things were really looking up for her um, before that Taylor she had even I, I told her I said send your resume to Taylor Taylor was really really good at revamping resumes she's just got a gift for it and knowing what the employers want to know and see on a resume and uh, I was going to have Taylor um, like revamp it for her and she got this job in the meantime and then you know not too long after that I got this news that she passed away from a listener and on the Facebook, the listener, my listener, uh, Allison, she had posted, and I'm just going to read you what it says. It saddens me greatly this morning that to have the sweetest dear friend Rachel pass away last night. She passed away in her sleep and her son that you see beside her in the photo, um, I, I guess was the one that found her. Um, and I, I post a picture of her here in the PDF for uh, August 26, 2018, if you want to see that. The lady I knew was a great, this lady I knew through a great, well, I, I, she compliments me anyway. She knew me, she, she knew her through me. That's what, we have spoken often and she had the uh, sweetest gentle spirit of anyone I know. Rachel heard about Lisa a year ago, I, I'm assuming that may be your daughter, I don't know, and never met me or my family and came to the prayer circle I created and she said the Lord had led her to come. I was so grateful. I'm going to miss our talks greatly from her, always asking about Lisa and the current Bible studies from Scott. Please pray for her son and her family now to help deal with the shock. Rachel, I will miss you. I think her son is going to live with her daughter. So I would just say prayers, you know, prayers for the family would be appreciated. There's a picture of her I posted. I went to her um, funeral service at her church, the one that she went to yesterday. It was very, I mean, man, if it wasn't for Allison emailing me, I would have not known about it at all because it was like, I think she passed away on Wednesday. Her obituary wasn't even in the paper. I don't even know if it's in the paper up until now. And um, they had the service Saturday. So had Allison not emailed me, I would have had no clue about anything. But I was able to get there. It got it literally the night before the funeral service. So I was able to go there tomorrow, to yesterday and, and attend and um it was a really nice service and man i'll tell you what rachel was a real deal christian is all i can say i mean oh, she puts me to shame i mean she was the real deal um <laughs> uh <laughs> that's all i can say is that is that you know the testimonies about her i i would hope that you know it would just be anybody would want to hear that 
that type of testimony about them at their funeral, I would think, as a Christian. Very, very humbling, um, really, really hard worker, extremely loyal. And that's the thing about that prayer page is that I had tried to do that before and it always got corrupted with pride and egos, it seemed like. Always, whoever ran anything like that for me, it was always something that got corrupted. And I told her, I said, listen, if we do this, you know, you're going to, I just really want to keep it about just prayer requests. I don't want to keep it about, okay, let's turn it into let's turn it into like debating this or debating that let's just keep it about prayer requests nothing more and this isn't a this isn't a forum for debating and um that's what i'd always turned into before every single time i've ever had this she's the only one i've ever had run any kind of prayer page like this and she set it up she started it and now it's pretty much gone i'm assuming because you know you know she had total control of it so i can see why satan would want to target her and um uh which is sad very sad from that standpoint as well and i'm not saying that's the only reason this happened i don't really know um the the preacher said it really well regarding the whole thing about why did this happen she was only 47 you know, um, passed away in her sleep. Nobody saw this coming. She wasn't on any medications. She didn't take any kind of drugs. He was saying that one of the things that was amazing about her, he thought that was that she had a phone in that one time somebody had said to him something about, Oh, that number's in mom's phone. And he was there and he picked up the phone. He's like, well, what's the password? And they told him, Oh, she doesn't have a password on her phone. Now I don't even know about that because I got a dumb phone and I don't I don't have a smartphone. I just don't even want to go there. I, from all the reasons I've talked about in my studies on how it's data mining and all the facial recognition stuff, and and I don't have one of those kind of phones. I've got not only that I would get nothing done. I feel like I I have so much just with the, my laptop and the ministry and the laptop that I've got that I don't want to complicate it even further by having a phone like that. But evidently, she didn't have a password on her phone, and he was going in the service about how how many of you can say you don't have a password on your phone. I mean, regarding somebody could just pick your phone up and look at whatever you're looking at, see whatever you're seeing, go to whatever way. You know, I, I can guarantee you could do that with me. You could go on my computer, look at anything, look at any of my emails, look at any of my stuff. I don't have anything to hide. And she was that, and I'm not saying that I'm some gold standard. But she was that way, and evidently, I didn't realize how rare that was until he said that. I didn't understand that at first. I'm like, well, why? I can understand having a password, like, okay, maybe if you're in public and you're afraid your phone's going to get stolen. I get that. But evidently, it's, it's a lot for a lot of people, and I'm not accusing my listeners. I'm just saying for a lot of people in general, in the main, in the world, that, you know, they're looking at all kind of stuff that is super whatever, private maybe explicit maybe whatever i don't know and they wouldn't want anybody going in their phone and viewing it and i understand there's other reasons for that 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 aren't nefarious i get that i totally get that i mean i i'm big big on privacy i think we all should be i think big brother's trying to get our 
every access. And that's why I'm always big on my listeners saying, listen, make yourself as small a target as possible for the deep state. Give them as little information as possible. Be in the system as little as possible. You have to be in the world, but not of the world like the Bible talks about. I get it, you know. But she evidently had, you know, was like an open book and there was nothing to hide there. And, and uh, she was in their, involved in their bus ministry and would just drive from pillar to post. I mean, they, they just said they can't even imagine how many thousands and thousands of miles she would put on her cars just, just to go pick people up and bring them to church or, you know, all this stuff. I mean, just she drive like to florida to take her son to youth rallies christian youth rallies and pick them up and bring them back i mean she would like and you know to me i look at her and i'm, I'm afraid maybe she just drove herself to way too hard because i'm look, thinking about that and i'm like man oh man i mean couldn't i mean the pastor couldn't even comprehend it yeah how many much she drove and how much hours she put in and then she was working you know these jobs to make ends meet and 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 i mean wow so she might have drove herself too hard you you got to be careful too you got to make sure you're getting your rest you know um when you drive that much too there's a tendency for a lot of people to really really and i'm not saying she was but i'm saying for a lot of people they'll rely on things like caffeine you know she wasn't on any meds or anything like that you know but you know even something like caffeine that's going to drive your adrenals you're going to burn your adrenals out and once those adrenals burn out then a lot of other cascading things happen in the body here's a good way and just so you know if you're wondering if your adrenals are burned out if, if you're i'll tell you this if you're doing caffeine on an everyday basis in any kind of quantity most likely your adrenals are either fatigued or burned out let me tell you that flat out right off the bat one way you can find this out real easy there's two ways that's real easy where you don't have to go to a doctor take a pen light and i don't mean like a flashlight i mean like a pen light or something not not a really super bright light and look in the mirror and shine the light in your eyes okay normally the pupil will constrict okay and that's what will happen you'll see it constrict which is normal so how God designed our eyes, when a light comes into it, we don't need as large of an opening. So the pupil will constrict in order to, um, uh, in order to compensate for the bright light, okay? Now, if you see the pupil constrict, but all of a sudden it starts to wobble, open back up, and, and it's like wobbling, like it's like coming, it's, it's opening up, and it's constricting, it's opening up, that's called hippus. Okay, it's a big time sign your adrenals are fatigued. Hippus. It's it's a it's a test that we do as a doctor. I, I would do it. You can do it as a doctor to to check somebody's adrenals. Um, another thing you can do to check if your adrenals are, are burned out, if you want to do another check, it's called a Raglan's test. And a Raglan's test, what you do is you lay the person down for like say, and you don't want them doing something high activity before you do this, but you lay them down for five minutes. You let their blood pressure normalize. Okay, take their blood pressure and then you get that baseline reading and then you stand them up immediately. And when you stand them up, you retake the blood pressure. Okay, the blood pressure, if your adrenals are doing well, should increase by about five to 10 points, both systolic and diastolic. 
The reason that is, is because when you stand up, the heart has to pump blood from the bottom of the feet to the top of the head. It has to fight gravity. So in other words, the blood pressure has to rise slightly in order to compensate for that mechanism. Okay, that's the way it should happen. Now, if your blood pressure stays the same or it drops, if it stays the same, you've got definitely adrenal fatigue. If it drops, you've got adrenal exhaustion. Okay, your adrenals are really hurting. Okay, depending on how much it drops, the more it drops, the more your adrenals are exhausted. Meaning the adrenals are so exhausted that when you stand up, they can't do their job anymore. They can't secrete that amount of epipenephrine that's necessary to raise the blood pressure. And your, your blood pressure is literally dropping. Now, a lot of people, and this is a dead giveaway too, if you get up from a either even a, a lying or a seated position and you stand up, which is what you're doing in a Raglan's test, and you get dizzy, that's a big time sign your adrenals are exhausted. Because again, your blood pressure is not increasing enough to actually compensate for that change. It's dropping. As a result, you're not getting enough blood flow to the brain. As a result, you get dizzy. Now, I'm not even saying that that's what was going on with Rachel here. It, it, that might not have been a fact. She might have like the adrenals of a mastodon or something. I mean, as much as she drove around, probably did, but or just is active but she might that might have been you know remember we're body soul and spirit if bot if the devil can take us out any particular way he's always going to go after the weak link that's a whole other factor the devil knows your weak links and he could be just keying in and keying in on that demonically to try to you know and then next thing you know you're you're with the lord <laughs> you know now she's in a far better place you know but I feel bad for her family and for her son and, 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 you know, she, I don't think she saw this coming. So, um, if you, if you want to know like the hippest thing, I don't think, but I have, I had, do have a file, a document on the Raglan's test that if you want to email me, I'll send to you. What you do is you get on adrenal support. Okay. I've got two really good products for adrenal support, Adrenamend is one I've got, and then I've got another one from, uh, it's called Cytosine AD. And that would be if you were really, really in adrenal exhaustion, you do both. Taylor has burned the candle at both ends, and, and she responds so unbelievably to supplementation, clinical supplementation. I just give her a little bit of the Cytosine AD, which really is like, I would probably do Adrenomend for like long-term adrenal support. That's what I take. Because I'm prone to that as well, as much stress. I mean, we're under so much stress now, everybody. I mean, doesn't it feel like we don't have, I mean, for me, it's so weird. And I don't know if this has anything to do with CERN and the D-Wave quantum computers, because I have heard that it probably does. But doesn't it seem like there's not, like the time that used to be available in your day isn't there anymore? Doesn't it seem like just time is just accelerated to the point where, you can't get the normal amount. I can't even think about, I mean, taking vacations anymore. Forget it. I can't do it. I don't feel like I have any time anymore. I just don't. I feel like it's like any little amount of time I had in the past, it's gone. That's how I feel personally. It's really a weird feeling. And it may be due to the CERN and the D-Wave and these types of things. And, and you know, I don't know if it has anything to do with God saying in the word of God, where if God didn't shorten these days, the no, then the elect wouldn't even be spared. 
you know, I don't know if it has to do with that. I don't know if it has to do with the Antichrist saying he's going to change times and seasons, which would line up a lot with the Mandela and the D-Wave. You know? I don't know, but it just seems like there's no time left, and it seems like we're under more and more. I mean, the, the, the news is more horrific by the day. That is all acting on our adrenal glands, which also, if your adrenals are burned out, then your immune system tends to go. That's what happens to me. One of the main things your adrenals need is a good whole food vitamin C. That's what I do. That's my primary go-to product. I take Adrenamend. I take that C400 by Innate or, or the C powder and um, the Cytosime AD. I do, I do them all. I, I have to. I, adrenals have never been my strong point. And with all the stress that I feel like I'm under, I need every amount. I, I, and the reason I'm saying this is because I had checked myself the other day. I did a Raglan's test and my blood pressure dropped. It was significant and i'm like here i am mr supplement guy mr doctor dude and i am like my i do a raglan's test on myself and my blood pressure drops significantly when i do a raglan's <laughs> i'm like and i'm not even doing that much i mean some days i don't do any caffeine at all and i don't hardly do any coffee i do i do like a organic freeze-dried decaf like kind of coffee like a it's like an instant but it's a really really good version brand it's 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 about as good as you could do and i don't even do i do a decaf on that i'll do some herbal gyrana like a little bit not even every day i mean i'm talking like not a lot of ca caffeine and um doing as little as i did i was still testing gigantically positive on a raglan's test so i have those supplements just email me if you want to know more about it um you can use the contact at uh, contendingfortruth.com the contact bar there or my email address is posted on all the the tops of the pdfs of all the things i'm putting out and i'll tell you when you and when you order supplements from us i wasn't going to say this i'm sorry I, I got into this but there might be a lot of people that need to know that when you do order supplements from us you are supporting the ministry that's almost turned into I, i'm not going to say it's the primary means of our support for ministry because you know over the years just you know i, I think that people have so pulled their horns in but that is that is a big way you can help support us and those are things that are needed and those and it has a big time effect on your energy if your adrenals are doing well you're going to feel a lot better your well-being is going to be a lot better you're going to you're going to be able to detox better you're going to feel better you're going to have more energy you're just going to do better overall and so those are the those are the um and you can email me and I'll, I'll give you the information on it. And again, I don't, if somebody emails me about this kind of stuff, I don't high pressure anybody. I just tell them, here's, here's what I recommend. If I don't hear from you again, I don't hear from you again. I don't pressure, high pressure anybody. I'm not going to sit up here and beg for money and beg for you to order. I just, that's not how I'm programmed. I figure if I got to do that, I got to get out of ministry. I got to do something else. If I've got to resort to begging for money every week and that type of stuff i'm not gonna do i walked away i mean i i imagine if i was you know still in private practice as a chiropractor i'd probably be doing very well you know i i, I walked away from that to do this because i felt this ministry was needed and more important than just being another chiropractor out there 
which there's, you know, thousands and thousands of them. And, and I'm glad they're there. I am. God bless them. But I just felt like this was more important. So um, just some Bible verses regarding just death for a Christian, that type of thing. Um, Revelation 21, 4, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. And contrite means humble and meek. So that's who God draws near to. That's why it's so important to be humble before God, because God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. So we always want to make sure, you know, we're humble before God. And one of the things you can pray for that will always give you humility is fear of God. If you have fear of God, you will be, you will tend to be a, a much more humble person. If you have no fear of God, you will not be humble typically. Fear of God breeds humility. Pride is the exact opposite of fear of God. If you are a real proud person, you typically have no fear of God or very little. That's why God hates pride so much. Because pride blinds you and you don't think you have a problem. Um, Matthew 5, 4. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And um, John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And then the last one, 1 Thessalonians uh, 4 through 17. I'm just going to modify something on my PDF here real quick. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that which are asleep. Meaning they're asleep, they're, they're asleep in the Lord. They're, they've passed away. Their bodies are in the grave. Now, the Bible says to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. So, you know, it's not soul sleep we're talking about here. Like, I believe the Seventh-day Adventist teacher, that type of stuff. Um, I have a whole file on that if you want to know. Concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Because if you're, if you're unsaved... You're just you're 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 just you, it's you're hanging out over hell with a with, by a thread if you think about it. All unsaved people are hanging out over hell by a thread. So I've heard some of the preachers describe it, and it's true. You think about it, you are literally hanging out over hell by a thread. You're one heartbeat away from dropping into hell. That's man, that's scary stuff. Now, if, if you're in that boat. You need to go to contendingfortruth.com and click on my true salvation tab. And, and, you know, I'll lead you through the whole thing. Getting saved is not complicated and hard, but there's, I think it's important to have a very good, firm foundation regarding the concept of salvation and what should occur afterward. And that's why I did that study and why it is extensive, because I really want to lay it out. I'm not a church though. I'm not a pastor. I'm not, I can't provide that. I, I provide as much as I can, but I can't provide you all of that other stuff that goes along, but I can hopefully direct you, you know, in, in the right direction on, on how to go regarding that. 
Um, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will bring, uh, will God bring with him. Now remember, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. This is how cultic doctrine gets started. They're, See, it's soul sleep. No, it's not soul sleep. You go back to absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay. Um, and we'll describe this here, what this actual sleep thing that they're talking about actually means. The body in us, in essence, in the grave is like not asleep, but it's going to be reunited with the soul, but it's going to be a perfected body. Okay. And we're going to talk about that real quick for we, for this, we say unto you by the word of the Lord that uh, that which we are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. So if you're alive and remain when Jesus comes back, then that's whether you're pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, whatever you believe. Okay, I'm not going to even talk about that part. Whatever you believe, okay. We can all agree that Jesus is coming back. No matter what your doctrine is on the whole pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, whatever. We can all believe on that. We all, we, I think we can all agree on that. So the people that are alive and remaining at the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, meaning they're, they're in the grave. Their bodies are in the grave. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Okay, the dead in Christ, the ones that are in the way they're describing here are asleep. Okay, but their, their soul and their spirit is with God. It's in heaven. But those, that soul and spirit are going to be reunited with the body, the, the, the perfected new body that Jesus Christ is going to give us. It's not going to be the, the body that's in the grave, but that, that body is going to be changed. Okay. Um, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we which are alive and remain after they the, the people that have went on to be with the Lord after their bodies are reunited with their 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 um their new their new new bodies are going to be re reunited with their soul and spirit then we then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds so all going to be united together at once but the people that are in the grave they're going to go first probably like one second and then one second later we're gonna go i don't know how, how long that's all gonna take maybe it's a minute i don't know but it's gonna be probably pretty quick to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord okay so that's like a, a big encouraging type of verse for for people for christians and that's why i felt it was appropriate to say that so um all right now we're going to totally switch gears here and we're going to get into the current events. And I, I think Rachel would have wanted me to say that just like her preacher preached a, a prayer on, um, uh, really it turned into basically a, a salvation type message, which he said, this is what Rachel would have wanted me to tell you. There was like three things and you know, one, we're all going to die. I remember that, that one, I mean, we all, we're all going to die. It's, it's inevitable. You know, and in that there is a way, though, there there is a way um, to ensure that you're going to go to heaven. And it's through the Lord Jesus Christ. I forget what the second one was, but, you know, to preach a salvation, which is kind of what I just touched on there. 
And now I'm sure that's what Rachel would have wanted me to have said in today in that little tribute that I just gave to her. You know? So, Rachel's in a much better place than we are. <laughs> okay? I mean, much, much, infinitely better than we are. And I even had a, um, a listener send me that verse. And it was this verse. And here, here's another thing to consider. Um, the righteous perish, perisheth, and no man lay it to heart. And merciful men are taken away, none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. Let's face it, there's a lot of evil to come. There's a lot of evil to come. Sometimes maybe that's why God, you know, no, it's, it's, it is. And I'm not saying maybe in every single instance, but that is something to consider when you see that a, a person that was very righteous, like Rachel was, um, loved Jesus Christ. I mean, number God was number one in her life. I'm firmly convinced of that after going to her service. <laughs> firmly. <laughs> if you would have been there, you would have been as convinced as I was. But none considering that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. A good good friend of mine emailed me that. And I was like, yep. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. You know. I don't know. But it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, may, and not only too, it could be an evil in a situation that would have come to that person individually that God's wanting to spare them from. You know. It may not even now granted, yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the landscape of things in the world, which is what we're gonna cover today, and I'm I'm thinking, man, we could be right on the cusp of, of literally the greatest evil. And then you look at what the Bible says in Daniel and Revelation and the New Testament in many places, and it's like, you know, <laughs> listen, the Bible's not predicting that it's gonna be um moonbeams, sunshine, pixie sticks, and rainbows ahead of us, you know. Uh, it's not. We're going into the most wicked time the world's ever known, according to what the Bible's predicted. Now, whether God's going to give us more more space to have more time, I don't know. I don't know that. I'm going to fight wickedness and evil, though, as much as I can until I cannot fight anymore. When the night cometh when no man can work. I'm going to keep working and fighting until I can't do that anymore. Because that's my job. That's what I'm here. I'm a watchman. I'm not a pastor. I'm not, I'm not a, I just call myself a watchman. So, and I, whatever you're called to do for, for the Lord, that's what you need to be doing. Whatever that is. We're the body of Christ. I'm not any more important than any other part of the body. The Bible says, can, can the finger say to the eye, to part of me, I have no need, the body of Christ? No, because they're all equally important in God's eyes. So we just all need to keep doing what God's called us to do, you know, and, and um, rely and, and pray that the Lord gives you that strength, that ability the grace, the providence, and everything else that goes along with it in order to just keep keep going. Never quit fighting. You know, enduring to the end. Being an overcomer. That's what it's all about. These are all essential things of being a Christian. 
and praying that you're accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Jesus said to pray that. I don't think a lot of people will maybe think about that. Pray about that. Pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Because not everybody's going to be like, you know, oh, we're all going to be martyred. We're all going to have our heads shot. Well, you know, a lot of people are. A lot of people are. And and again, then you get into the whole thing, well, is a pre-trib, is a post-trib, all that other stuff. Okay, well, dark times are coming, I think, no matter what, biblically speaking, we look at. Um, but not everybody's going to be, you know, have their head chopped off. There are going to be pockets of remnants, I believe, that are going to be preserved. I, there's always, God always preserves a remnant. And there's going to be Christians on this earth when Jesus comes back. Those that are alive and remain, even if you if you believe post-trib, okay, which is kind of the position I've taught, I've done a whole teaching on that, but if you're post-trib and you look at Matthew 24 and that type of thing, well, those that are alive and remain should not prevent those that are, okay, in the verse we just read, well, then there's going to be people alive on the earth when Jesus comes back, those that are Christians. So I just, I, I don't want to, I guess the whole point of saying that is that I don't want to like just get into all this total doom and gloom. We're all going to die. We're all going to go to concentration cramps and die the most horrific deaths you can possibly imagine. I am not going to go there. I have enough faith to believe that the Lord Jesus Christ can preserve a remnant. And then if we pray the proper way, and if we live the proper way, that he's perfectly capable of preserving people. If, the, if everybody was gone, who's going to be there to witness to other people during the tribulation? Okay. So, anyway, let's go further here. Um, first report here, and this just broke. And again, listen, this is not about Alex Jones, okay? This is about what are they doing. And I have never, ever seen more aggressive behavior toward alternative media and it seems to be that they've zeroed in on jones the most and that's why i've been playing some of his videos a little bit more lately uh, listen i've got a whole file warning about alex jones on just stuff he's done over the years things of this nature it's not like i've ever given some red stamp of, of approval on him but a lot of the stuff that he's covering in this video what he's saying here is true and they are trying to do this and this is showing you how bad how desperate the um mainstream media the deep state the satanic minions are getting to shut down not just him but all alternative media it's all gotta go in order for them to have their 1984 George Orwellian world in order for them to rig the midterms, in order for them to either kill or impeach Trump, they've got to totally be in control of the narrative. And they're and they're doing they're pulling out every single stop. They're in full desperation mode. So that's why I'm I'm gonna play this this clip here, just so we're a little bit more updated because this is a very fluid thing. It's more of a day to day, week to week. No, more of a day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute thing almost. It's Sunday, the 26th day of August, 2018. It is 11.05 Central and 37 seconds. This is an emergency live transmission. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last night, Roger Stone had his power and his internet cut off. Well, he had dozens of reporters surrounding his house, including CNN. They told him that his arrest by Robert Mueller was imminent. He's going to have- Roger Stone. I mean, he's got nothing to do with any of this stuff, okay? 
And I know you could say, well, Roger Stone's this. Okay, fine. But he's got nothing to do. What is he? Because of Trump? Because of Mueller? I mean, this is such, this is such a kangaroo, satanic devil tribunal court going after any little tiny thing they can do to get to Trump. It's all about getting to Trump. It's demonizing him any possible way. That's what this is about. They're, they're willing to go to any lengths is the whole point here. Big update on this and what he calls targeted harassment. I've got the New York Times, the Washington Post, BuzzFeed, you name it, stalking everyone I ever knew or didn't know. Uh, you know there's, there's money being offered uh, by other groups and organizations to, to make things up. This is getting insane. We have a hysteria by the left, by the globalist, trying to take back this country. We also have John Sidney McCain III dying last night, three days short of his 82nd birthday. And we'll get Roger Stone's take on John McCain's passing and the left worshiping him as a god emperor. Uh, just just unbelievable. And now attacking Trump because Trump said nice. Literally one of the most vile devils in government, John McCain. I mean, I could do a probably a five-hour study on documenting all of the evils that rhino devil sellout Republican did. And I mean... It just defies the imagination, all of the wickedness he did. And yet, you know, they're they're praising him. But, you know, that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So when you see the, the, the prostitute, lamestream media praising anyone, you know they're evil. Just, to, just know that. They're never going to praise somebody that is righteous because they only honor their own. Things about him. The response by Hollywood is F you. Uh, so we're going to be looking at all of this. The left that hates the military, that hates the American flag, that hates flyover country. Governor Cuomo says that America was never great and will never be great. Their whole religion is America sucks and sell out to China, you name it. So Trump's bringing the country back thanks to all of you out there. It's an amazing time to be alive. But Huge news with Roger Stone, who'll also be joining me during the regular radio slash TV syndicated program, 4 to 6 p.m. today, uh, is, is, is here to break down what's happened to him and then tell an amazing story. And, you know, I can, I can attest to this. Three times I've been with Roger. When we've been having a steak or dinner, when he's here in Austin, or I've been in New York with him, and he's just like I am. I forget to carry a little battery pack charger, so I'm going to give him about 10 of these. Even though I have some in my car, I never do it either. And then by nighttime when I'm out, I, and I'm out doing you know, business or meetings or whatever, my phone runs out. So several times Roger and I have been confronted. In fact, maybe we queue up that four-minute, the last time we got confronted two weeks ago in Austin. I think it's Roger Stone and Alex Jones' statement on we're not going to be violent. I forget the exact name of the video, but the point is, is that that time I had a camera that was, had, had, had power. But it happens all the time where we're out at night, our cameras are dead, our phones are dead, and it happens. He got, just like has happened to Candace Owens and many others, short of the pitchforks and torches in New York, when he was meeting with a bunch of important folks, when he left the steakhouse, wait to hear the story, he was chased down the street by people. This has reached a total hysteria level. So we're going to cover... All of it right now. Roger Stone of StoneColdTruth.com and InfoWars.com. Boy, the, the, the heat 72 days out has been turned up on high.
Here's another thing that I think that nobody's covered that I've ever heard on this. Think about this. If we know this is a satanic agenda to try to implement what they're doing before midterms. I've been documenting this for the last two studies. We know that it's an absolute, total, literal satanic agenda to either kill, impeach, vote rig, what's going to happen in the midterms, or kill Trump, impeach him before then. Satan knows this. What he is doing in response to this is that he is stirring up every single demon, devil, evil entity, fallen angel, that would emanate or operate through any unsaved person that would be, I don't even want to make this about Trump, that would just be wanting to implement Satan's agenda. Wanting to implement Satan's agenda is very, very much dependent upon us going into martial law, us either Trump being assassinated, impeached, or them rigging that thing, and then they, they'll impeach him after the midterms. Getting us back on track, which is exactly where they wanted us with Hillary, which was, a, I, it seemed apparent that it was some type of, something they were not expecting. And I think it's because so many people were praying regarding when Trump got in. And I'm not, again, I'm not, I've criticized Trump many, many, many times. I have called him out, and he's done a lot of, really really bad boneheaded stuff and i've called him out every single time when he's done that so this isn't about me worshiping trump or anything like that but would any of us in our right minds say that we would be in a much better spot right now had hillary got in a literal pedivore that literally rapes little girls cuts their faces off puts their face on over their face to terrorize them while they're still alive and then sexually abuses them, mutilates them, and then at the height of their agony slits their throat so she can drink their blood when it has the maximum amount of adrenochrome in it because they get that same weird satanic high or whatever. They get some kind of weird thing off that when they drink the blood. This is the kind of, and that's, you know, that's what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop labeled under insurance that made grown men and the New York City Police Department, you got to think they saw a lot of really bad stuff, made them cry and curl up in fetal positions and some had to retire. That's one thing that these types of people do on a daily basis. Can we, can we think that what this world would be like had Hillary got in there? So Satan is ginning up every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, and fa whatever. He's a fallen cherub. Satan is. They call him a fallen angel. No, he's a fallen cherub. He was the anointed cherub that covers. Cherub is a special kind of angelic being. It's, it's higher than a regular angel. He was probably the highest created creation in all of heaven prior to his fall. Because a cherub's a whole other special kind of and he was the one, he was the anointed cherub that covered, he covered the throne of God. We're talking, he was the highest, and that's why pride came up in him. Anyway, that's, I've done a lot of teachings on that. He's ginning up every, every evil entity in the universe that, that emanates or operates through any of these people that are working for the satanic agenda to, I mean, just the way that the demonic activity is coming out of people the way that they're attacking, the way that they cannot be reasoned with, the way that it just doesn't matter. You, you, you can't reason with these people. You cannot reason with somebody that's evil. 
you can't do it and now it's like all of these devils and demons are percolating and have been ginned up to the surface to now where their agenda is so out in the open i mean even the way all the pedophiles are posting now in in hollywood and all the weird how they're glorying in in like their shame and their pedophilia it's like they've all went collectively demonically insane and this is what we're dealing with right now and this is something that we should be praying against and this is the spirit that is behind the going after alternative media like jones like myself or like anyone else out there you know putting out any semblance of truth anyone that is that is against hillary clinton and the deep state's agenda and the satanic illuminati agenda we are the target and it you can't reason with wickedness you can't do it so again that's why i've so emphasized you know getting on our knees in prayer and fasting and, and educating others and these types of things and whatever else god's leading you to do I, anyway i just thought i should say that because they're not going to mention that you're not going to hear that probably anyplace else what i just said well alex uh, you called this uh, a couple weeks ago this is the big event this is the beginning of the attempted takedown of donald trump it is a soft coup but it is in full motion now remember too what i said before i really believed if they were going to try something they're not going to wait until one week before the midterms obviously they're doing this right now but the longer they wait the more people get woke up the less time they have to do what they're trying to do the worse for them so they're trying to get this thing going as quick as they can uh, this has been a, a, an extraordinary weekend. Uh, a uh, CNN and other reporters began calling through many of my friends and associates, telling them that my arrest was imminent. I have received, of course, no target letter. Don't believe that to be the case. There is no real crime for which I can be arrested. Uh, and uh, a small group of uh, contingent of reporters, including TV cameras, began staking out my house uh, late Friday uh, through yesterday, even in a driving rain through most of yesterday, a CNN reporter contacted me by text telling me that um, they thought some uh, action against me was imminent. Uh, none of that, of course, has turned out to be true. It is a beautiful Sunday here uh, in South Florida. But what we have seen uh, is an effort to reverse the narrative despite the fact that we have 4.6% GDP economic growth under this president in the announcements yesterday, um, there is now a major move uh, to use the uh, conviction of Paul Manafort, the guilty plea of Michael Cohn, to reverse the narrative and a hysteria. That has, has nothing to begun. do with Russia. Well, they've even abandoned their Russia. Plan. Oh, even Maddow well, said last week, she goes, I'm done with Russia. Now they've now abandoned it for the obstruction and the process stuff. But what they're doing, if you've been following Drudge at all, is they have been going to every single person they can go, having anything to do with Trump in his past at all. And they're trying to offer every single person, well, they're going to them, strong-arming them, saying, okay, you're going to go down if you don't, whatever, rat on Trump. I mean, it's just every single person that had had anything to do with him in any way, shape, or form, they're offering deals to. Deals. Deal after deal after deal in order them to, to just dump any kind of dirt that they can 
um, regarding Trump. They're doing every single thing they... I mean, it's. It, can you imagine if they did this to Obama? Can you imagine if, if they did one one-thousandth of what they're doing to Trump, to Obama, there would be, you know, mainstream media, lesbian... Uh, Rachel Maddow up there screaming from the highest mountaintop, Oprah coming up, everybody from Hollywood, because they're all on the same team. It's called Team Evil. And they have a collective consciousness. It's like a hive mind group think that they operate out of. And they and they just move in unison. Okay? I'm telling you, it's it's literally like that. I really believe it is. They're they're that wicked, they're that evil, and they're that interconnected. Right, it's all process related because they have been unable to find any Russian collusion, or on my case, any WikiLeaks collaboration. Uh, somebody named David French writing today in the National Review. Roger Stone apparently had advance notice of the release uh, of uh, John Podesta's emails. No, Mr. French. No, I did not, and there is no evidence to the contrary. You have to bastardize one of my tweets to even reach that conclusion. Uh, look, the president needs to recognize what's going on here. The idea that this can wait till after the elections is wrong, is incorrect. He will have less power after the elections, regardless of their outcome. In my opinion, the president needs to move now today well, well let's stop right there because you were going to go stop right there this is the big announcement you were going to make on the show coming up today 4 to 6 p.m but i agree we can't even wait now let me call up the actual uh text here uh that you sent me if you if, if he doesn't go all in if if trump doesn't get off his butt and act i mean i don't think it's gonna happen i don't know what he's waiting on at this point um He's getting, obviously, horrible advice. He's surrounded himself by inept people at best and absolute total corrupt devils at worst. And, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm going to call the guy out. when And, man, he's surrounded himself with some buffoons. And a lot of these people aren't even buffoons. They're literal satanic plants. And I don't understand how this guy that's supposedly such a great businessman can make so many bad decisions on the people he has surrounded himself with. I don't get it. I, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand where his discernment is on this. But, you know, I'm sorry, but that's what I see with my own eyes. And I've seen it over and over and over again. That this is, I mean, look at Jeff Sessions. He's the one that appointed him. I mean, it's, you go after all these people and it's like, why did you, what, what, what are you thinking? days ago in the phone conversation uh, that we had, Roger, because you were supposed to be on uh, this week today, but you didn't do it, obviously, because of the McCain announcement. So make let, let, we need drum roll here. This is a pretty big deal you're about to announce. Your advice to the president, my advice to the president, and yes, folks, we get information to the president, whether you like it or not, whether you ban us off the Internet or not. It didn't work. Make the big announcement, the war gaming we had, the decision we made, what we're going to be announcing to everybody right now that I can tell by their actions you agree. They're not waiting uh, for 2020. They're not waiting for impeachment. Even Hayden has come out and said, leave the president alone. You're going to turn the country against you. Uh, they had on Bill Maher, the, the communist, Wahhabist admitted traitor, Brennan, 
whose whole creed since college is hating America, saying we're going to use 25th Amendment to take Trump out. They're going to cause civil unrest. They're going to try to crash the market. This is a clear and present danger. They're going to make their move the next 72 days. And I concur with you. You concur with me. We've got a lot of sources. Let's just say patriots in the government who concur. And they're looking for us, for leadership as spokespersons, to uh, stick our heads up and do this. So start over and get into what Roger Stone's advice to the president is with 72 days left as they try to plunge the economy, they try to sabotage the nation. What does Roger Stone think the president needs to do right now? Fire Mueller. Fire four deep. Politically clean house. Explain the fake uh, system that Rosenstein put in front of him about changing the succession. It's time to remove the face sucker. Yeah, it is uh, an evolution in my thinking, as you know, Alex, but I think the time has come. They have made their move, and now the president must make his move. Look, I, I am accurately reported as having reported here at InfoWars last week that they are seeking to bring some action against Donald Trump Jr., someone I like and have huge respect for because, like his father, he's got big cojones. And he two days after it all broke, I mean, get into that. They're now saying, yes, they're going to indict him. So this is a constitutional crisis. How would they dare try to destroy an economy exploding? I'm sorry. It's just lay out the... Well, they, they don't want the economy to explode. They want the, the everything to go down the toilet, you know. And I understand. We're printing money out of thin air. You know, something's got to give eventually on that. Okay, I get that. I understand. I've, I've went over that many, many times in the past. But they want to... The problem is, is that if the economy, at least on paper, appears to be doing well, it's going to be very, very hard to remove a sitting president, you know, and they want to destroy the economy. They want to turn America into a third world nation. They want to totally annihilate the middle class. That is, they've even said it, the New World Order has even said this, that the middle class of America is the last remaining domino that has to fall before we can implement the New World Order. That's what this is all about as well. So that's a big key factor. And they are going after Donald Trump's family. They're going after every facet of his life. And again, could you imagine if they did any of this stuff to, to Obama? There, there would have been, he was literally married to a guy, Michael, who even called Michael on numerous occasions, who Joan Rivers, a month before she died, said in, on, when, the, when the reporters were interviewing her in a moment of truth and clarity, she said, oh, everybody in, in Hollywood knows that, that um, Michelle's a trainee. Everybody knows that. A transvestite. A man. There's all these, all these pictures you can go look up where, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. But, you know, Mike's a guy. I call him Mike. You know, he's a guy. We literally had... A flaming homosexual as our president who was married to a guy in the White House for eight years who did only God knows what in private. And you look at Hillary, what she does. You look at all of the stuff that Kathy O'Brien has said about going all the way back to Ronald Reagan. I put out, you know, thing on that last week. You know, these are some of the most, I mean, the Bushes, the Clintons, the, the most vile sexual predator devils you can even possibly imagine. Always, always ends up participating in child sacrifice. Always ends up participating in them 
killing them and drinking their blood. That's 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 the price of admission, guys, for the Illuminati to get to that level. And even Newt Gingrich said that Trump wasn't a member of the club in interviews. He's, he wasn't a member of the club. He didn't know the secret handshakes. He didn't know the stuff. That it was this big weird fluke that nobody was expecting. You know? So facts first and then what you think the response sure. will be because even like hayden said you remove trump when he's riding high like this this is dangerous i mean even from their if i war game from their perspective roger i'm gonna give you the floor in fact i'm gonna walk in the control room i'm gonna interrupt you've got five minutes right now i'm, I'm gonna have to leave the control room okay because this is so upsetting lay all this out sure uh first of all i think it's important to note and i've reported this previously at Infowars, but it got no pickup from the mainstream media that even prior to the appointment uh, of Mueller by uh, Rod Rosenstein, in this matter, the acting attorney general, he and uh, then White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus put a piece of paper in front of the president for his signature, telling him it was a housekeeping matter, which changed the line of succession, the transfer of power at the Justice Department uh, under this president. So after uh, Attorney General Sessions, Power then flows to Deputy Attorney General uh, Rosenstein. Then instead of flowing to the Solicitor General. It's lost signal there. They This happened before. Um, they were trying, I, they, they were really trying to take this report down. I couldn't even get to this before. It went offline. It came back on. So I'm going to try to get the rest of this. This is about another five minutes I want to play in command uh, under previous administrations, it goes uh, to a U.S. attorney in Texas, then a U.S. attorney in D.C., and then a U.S. attorney in North Carolina. Now, not surprisingly, those three individuals are reliable uh, deep state Bush Republicans. So the president may, to clean house in his own Justice Department and to get control of this rogue investigation, which is most interested in the activities of Mr. Cohn, but has no interest in the activities of Hillary Clinton laundering money through a law firm to no. pay for the fake dossier yeah. that is then used yeah. as the uh, illegitimate basis for surveillance of the Trump campaign, the president may have to fire for deep into his Justice Department. If he has to do so, then do so. So I believe it is now time for the president to discharge uh, Mr. Sessions. This is a this is a tweet by Trump. He said FISA abuse, Christopher Steele, his phony and corrupt dossier, the Clinton Foundation, illegal surveillance of Trump campaign, Russian collusion by Dems, and so much more. Open up the papers and documents without redaction. Come on, Jeff, you can do it. The country is waiting. Je Jeff is the problem with Jeff Sessions is that he's a devil. He's a devil, and he is absolutely in the deep state's pocket he's absolutely in the big pharma cartel's pocket i went over that before he's done absolutely nothing since he's been in there and nothing of anything that's good at all and he's literally there to just obstruct 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 until trump is either assassinated or taken out or impeached that's the only reason he's there at this point and he is of his father the double and of his lust and of his works he will do so he's just one of the many. Mr. Rosenstein, and yes, Mr. Mueller, he has demonstrated that the special counsel's uh, investigation is a one-sided partisan witch hunt. 
Where is the investigation into the illicit funding of the dossier? Where is the investigation uh, into the use of the dossier uh, by Bruce Orr and others in the Trump Justice Department to, uh, to justify the illegal surveillance of the Trump campaign? They have no interest in these larger, far more egregious constitutional issues. Now, in the case of Michael Cohn, uh, they're interested in what I think was probably an actually a legal procedure. Donald Trump is allowed to make contributions to his own campaign without limitation. If Mr. Cohn was reimbursed, and he was, then at worst, what you have is an unreported contribution. Under the federal election law, that hardly rises to the level of impeachment. But it is being ginned up in the media. Yeah, let's be clear. Obama up. had $84 million of money not properly accounted for. He got a $374,000 fine. Right. So if you, if you basically per capita that, we're talking about maybe a five ten thousand dollars $10,000 fine for the president. Right. So in all honesty, uh, some will say, well, Stone, the special prosecutor is investigating you, so your advice is self-serving. Maybe so. But I want to preserve this presidency, and I want to preserve the economic surge that we are experiencing. When the president said last week that if he's removed, the markets were crashed, he is correct. The, the recovery will be over. We'll return to the globalist economic policies that brought this country. And that's my next question. What is the calculus of the leftists and Mueller with all their true Russiagate corruption to cover their own butt? They'll never get away with imploding the economy once they take over. I mean, I, they're not looking a few steps ahead. I think Hayden, you can pull the article up, Hayden says impeaching Trump is a mistake. Don't do it. I think they understand. He said, you know, half the voters will tear the country apart. He, don't, he understands as a survivor. But, and he said Brennan is out of control and needs to stop. I think they finally know we have him in checkmate. So, and they know, Hayden knows that Trump's a pragmatist and will leave him alone if they actually surrender and just let the country be great. Uh, but no. But the, pres the president's advisors are giving him bad news when they say wait until after the election. That is, in my opinion, an error. Uh, we have no idea what will come out of the election. It is still up for grabs. Here's what I'm saying, Alex. Make your move. Uh, terminate those who are violating the Constitution. Uh, the idea that Mueller's appointment is constitutional because he has oversight is muted by the fact, mooted by the fact, that the two people with oversight, the president and Rod Rosenstein, are both, uh, at a minimum, witnesses in that investigation or subjects in the Mueller investigation, and therefore, thus, are conflicted. But, Roger, let's bring in the big enchilada here. To have Senator Grassley, to have Senator Grassley, and to have Senator Graham come out and say Trump has a right to fire him and should, in the last 48 hours of no coverage, has panicked the deep state. They're greenlighting Trump to go ahead and fire him, which shows they've read the tea leaves. Lindsey Graham is a complete establishment guy. The fact that they're greenlighting that in their own words shows it's time for Trump to move. I couldn't agree more, but here's the most important thing, Alex. Make this election a referendum on your actions. Take action. Terminate those who seek to undo the results of the last election in violation of the Constitution, and then take your case to the people. Let's fight it out in this election on this issue. Uh, with a surging economy, jobs, and prosperity as the subtext, the president will win that showdown. Look yesterday, an extraordinary CNN interview. They go to northeastern Pennsylvania. They interview voters, a majority of whom are Democrats, a majority of whom say they voted for Barack Obama twice, and every one of them says, no, I like Trump. Leave Trump alone. We have jobs again. 
This is, the country is ready for this. So in other words, that's that bodes very, very badly for the deep state. When you've got deep, when you've got Democratic voters that voted against Trump, voted for Hillary, that are now saying, no, we want Trump in there. We've got jobs. We've got whatever. The economy's coming back. And leave them alone. So they're losing their base. So they've got to... The only way to counter that is to totally take over and to get rid and and get rid of not only Trump but all alternative media so that they can totally control the narrative like they did. And he brings this up later, but I'm not even going to play that part. When they had this monolithic media control, like back in the 70s and the 80s, when there was you know like three main news channels or whatever in the 60s. When you, you, you had ABC, NBC, and CBS or whatever with their nightly news, they could totally control the narrative. We didn't have the internet back then, okay? That's the big difference in the way that they've got, you know, the way that we can uh, disseminate information now is so much different than when I was growing up. That has been one of the biggest factors in them losing control of this is the dissemination of information. And that is why this ministry started to try to get out truth, contending for truth way back. And they're, and I'm telling you, they've, they've finally come to the conclusion that, you know what, we've got to stop this. We have got to find some way where we can totally control the narrative, Chinese-style censorship. China is the main one behind this. And to totally clamp down control on every single aspect of our lives to bring us into that George Orwellian 1984 world that they want us to live in. That's what this is a battle about. The president should take his case directly to the people. Take action. And then let's stage the election around that action. We can defend what we are doing. No, there we are stopping a coup d'etat. That would be the president's defense. And the thing is, is that's what he's been doing. If you've noticed, he's been speaking. He's been doing a lot of these, like where he's going to um, Wyoming and then I think West Virginia the other night or whatever, and speaking to the people personally where they can't, of course, they're going to try to censor him every way they can, but still that's going out on the internet, okay? And there, he's trying to go directly to the people and say, here's the deal. Here's what's going on. Now, he's not going far enough. He, he needs to get aggressive with like what, with what Roger Stone was saying. I, I fully concur that he needs to start firing these people, getting rid of them, taking much more aggressive action because they're going for the juggler and he needs to do likewise because if he lets them just get away and do with whatever they're going to want to do man it's it's probably going to be curtains for him unless god greatly intervenes or something despite him i i don't know i don't know what else to think and this is why i'm i'm i've been trying to get out this news cycle so much more now because i realize this is a gigantically pivotal time that we're in here we're leading up to elections so um that's all we have for part one and uh we will go to part two next god bless you